Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Thursday. It is the 13th of October. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. The state of Iowa is planning to dramatically scale back the routine inspection of restaurants and other food service establishments by making only one on-site inspection every five years. That's according to reporting from Iowa Capital Dispatch. Currently, most Iowa restaurants are subjected to at least one routine inspection every three years. They are also inspected in response to complaints or changes in ownership. Complaint-driven and ownership-related inspections will continue, but in the absence of those issues, the Iowa Department of Inspections and Appeals intends to visit each Iowa restaurant no more than once every five years under a set of new rules that are expected to take effect early next month. The new administrative rule covers other businesses that sell prepared foods such as grocery stores with delis, sushi bars, or other ready-to-eat items. Some of Iowa's neighbors, such as Minnesota, South Dakota, and Nebraska, have seen new bird flu cases this fall. IPR's Katie Pikus tells us the virus has not surfaced in Iowa's backyard or commercial flocks since May, but experts are cautioning it could come back as wild birds migrate south. Waterfowl and shorebirds have been known to carry the virus in a less severe form, which can mutate to more severe in poultry. But state wildlife veterinarian Rachel Rudin says a more severe form of the virus has been circulating in wild birds and sickening them, and the strain has hung around. We can expect that birds, you know, pass through Iowa and head south, that they may still be harboring the virus. Last month, the Iowa DNR and the USDA found three detections of the virus in healthy hunter-harvested teal. As the fall migration intensifies in Iowa, Rudin says it's unclear what impacts the virus may have. The Iowa Department of Ag says new bird flu cases in nearby states are an early warning sign for Iowa. The candidates in Iowa's new 2nd Congressional District revived their strong disagreements over abortion policy during a joint TV appearance last night. Ashley Henson, a Republican from Marion, is seeking a second term in the U.S. House. I think it's important that we have some sort of uh, conversation about how we protect life in this country. It's why I've supported uh, a variety of bills that help push for pro-life policies. State Senator Liz Mathis of Hiawatha is the Democrat running against Henson. I will codify Roe when I get into Washington. I will also uh, take government out of women's health care decisions. On another issue, both candidates say the situation at America's southern border is dire. Mathis says new technology could help speed up asylum hearings, while Hinson says the federal government should hire more agents for the Border Patrol. TV stations KCCI in Des Moines and KWQC in the Quad Cities were co-sponsors. Henson and Mathis will debate once more next Tuesday, October 18th on Iowa PBS. The new 2nd District includes Cedar Rapids, Waterloo, and Northeast Iowa. In Lynn County, they will not accept new utility-scale solar projects for the time being. The Lynn County Board of Supervisors approved a moratorium on rezoning applications for renewable energy overlay districts. Staff are taking the time to review renewable energy standards for the county in light of two recent utility-scale applications. The Planning and Zoning Department will take a look at Lynn County's solar project requirements for things like setbacks and battery energy storage systems. The moratorium on new utility-scale solar projects will end after three months unless the county supervisors extend it. 
And officials report a drop in the number of COVID-19 hospitalizations and new reported positive tests in Iowa. As of yesterday, the Federal Department of Health and Human Services reports 174 Iowans hospitalized have tested positive for the virus. That's down from nearly 200 last week. This is Here First from IPR News. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.